this is the BAM Creative Show with Jess, Josh, and Rich. Hello, everybody. Go on the couch. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> hey, Morgs, can you do the intro? No. I loved your intro last time. Yeah. I can't remember what I did. It was you great, were like, man. welcome really to it. the BAM Creative <laughs> oh, Show. Do it. Yeah. Go. Do that. It's a. Yeah, go. So like, yeah. You were like. 49. <laughs> Shazam. Oh, it's so good. And I didn't laugh. Are you okay? Because you can't. Yeah, man. Ooh, you're gone. That hurts. No, it doesn't. Tell me. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the BAM Creative Show. I love that. What episode are we? Number 49. That's great. Hi. 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 That was delightfully awkward. Well, today, um, joining us on our couch is DT, who's back with us I'm at BAM Creative. And it's the first time that he's in our podcast today. Yeah. Guys, come on. He's also one of our most faithful Woo-hoo. listeners, so thanks for that, DT. Thanks for all the support. He's actually our only listener. No, Thank really. you I so just much. download them and then delete them. I love that. Exactly, <laughs> right? Everybody does, don't worry about it. Cheeks uh, in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mm, they'll bounce. Um, today we're going to be talking about, there's a really cool article on ABC Life, um, actually, about creating human connections at work and how they actually benefit you positively and, you know, make your life a bit more enjoyable and easier because you spend so much time at work and with the people that you work with. Um, we'll post a link to that in the show notes, but, um, Morgan did so much work and I love, I, I, I love it so much, but like, Oh, our human connection is now destroyed. Oh, look, it can be mended. It can be mended. Um, I just wanted to do that for comedic effect because it makes it so much funnier. But just, um, like, pause the video and start that song. What song? And zoom into his face. Oh, no. <laughs> darkness, my old friend. <laughs> um, so, then, yeah. Like, maybe the song just, like, laugh. <laughs> so, look, I'm really sorry about uh, yeah, that. But how... Give us tips, you guys, on how we can now mend this broken human connection. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, I wanted to kind of like go, you know, through every one of us and to share kind of a situation in which we've had a difficult time in places of employment. We won't name names. We won't play the blame game. But I just wanted to talk a little, like, keep it really short, but I just wanted to talk about how Woolworths. you Cut. as a person <laughs> dealt with that by, with, the connections that you made with the people that you actually worked with. Cause if you guys can probably see like the connections that we all have are really legitimate, I think actually probably except for Morgan and I right now, but, um, <laughs> um and it makes this place a really right. cool place. It's like, it's not like legitimate like, right now. Morgan's actually really happy. Actually, I think our relationship starts draining a bit when I made you move one mm. desk away from me yep. and it just really started going downhill from there um but i wanted to it's yeah rock bottom now i know let's build that back up yeah back up but i have to say that the desk between us has actually been pretty good to put all our <laughs> stuff on it so like i said i was happy with the floor Okay. That desk has okay. been known to have people nap under it so yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so, yeah, uh, well, I'll just kind of like dot point this first before we get into DMs and fat chats, which I actually found out is a thing. PH fat. Fat chats is a thing. It's on Urban Dictionary. It means like. What does it mean? It means like deep and meaningful conversations with people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can get it. I get fat it. chats, because they're not just chats like, hi, how's the weather? It's like fat. You know? Right. 
Um, so anyway, in this article, it basically talks about how, um, yeah, the most powerful resource you have at work is the people that you actually work with because you can't actually work on your own by yourself. You do often need your coworkers to help you do the tasks and it makes it a lot more difficult if you're not talking with them or you guys don't get along or you find each other insufferable. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that right, Rich? That's the word. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I wonder what occupations that rule doesn't apply to. What, when you don't need someone? Yeah. I don't know. Ones where you don't have any human interaction with your co-workers at all. Mm. Like bus drivers? Bus drivers? Mm. I reckon yeah, you have to interact interaction with more. the like, people that get people. on the bus, maybe. Yeah. Tell them what. Like bus drivers mm. always, if they drive past another bus, they have to wave. That's, that's like part of the Yeah, way. yeah. It's like their bus driver. That's code. true. It's true. Rangers? I bet the guy doesn't wave. The guy that doesn't wave is like the bad interaction. I'm not true. You don't have a good day today. Like radio, we're on the bus. Like, are you okay, man? Yeah. Um, hmm. I just like how I just missed whatever you guys said, but just saying cute. Um, it would be easier to read if you actually did rip it. Sorry? Yeah, no, but I ripped it very nicely that <laughs> I can actually continue to read it. I'm being just, pretty petty at times. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Look. We're a green workplace here. It will be shredded and reused. Um, I just wanted to kind of go through some of these tips here, which is what some people actually did do to get through some harder times at work. So then we can it, like to help you guys. So don't put you on the spot. So one of the things is, you know, if you're struggling to form a human, what is this? What is this that you're doing? What are you talking wow. about? <laughs> can you read your text? Yeah. So if you're someone who's struggled to form human connections at your workplace, here are a few tips. One is find a best friend. Cute. The next one is, huh? So that's a good tip. That's pretty cute. Find an ally. Because work is insufferable without an ally. Does that make sense? Cool, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. The next one is initiate positive encounters with people. So that's cute. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, that's cute. I mean, it kind of goes beyond like, hey, what did you do on the weekend? Because that's like snore. I don't really care. See, I used to work (laughs) in workplaces that big and like, 50 people asking me, did I get my hair cut? Yes, I got my hair cut. Like, at least, at least now yeah. the team's small, like three people. You know like, what? You know, I, can, I can handle that. You need to be like this guy and make your own shirts and then you can write it on the shirt. Oh. Yes, I got my I haircut. Got a haircut. How do you make your own shirt? That's then you'd be that guy. That guy. <laughs> That'd be awesome. yeah. See? Human connection. The last point is choose your battles wisely, which actually I think is advice for like marriage as well as workplace. Pretty good advice for everything in general. Pretty good advice. So yeah. All right. So yeah, you make your own shirts, Morgan. That's cool. By the way, I've asked you like three times to bring shirts in for me and you haven't done it and I'm not even here tomorrow the whole day. So what are you going to do about that? Well, you said you were here. You said yeah, I'm going to be here from 1.30. So you better remember to bring <laughs> shirts. Oh, because we made the agreement that we were going to start dressing alike now. Yeah, but that's when we go to joint venture and start buying band t-shirts. Yeah, cool. We're gonna yeah. do that. Maybe, maybe, maybe next week we'll do mm. that. Cool. And we're all dressed nice. in black for the podcast, right? Yeah, you didn't get the memo. Mm. Neither of you got the memo. By the way, I'm can we please start dressing in black for the podcast? Okay. <laughs> okay. Consider yourself memo. No more pineapples. <laughs> no more pineapples. <laughs> just in case. No You're more right? pineapples. Although it does go very nice with your trousers. You've Unless done a great that's job. the whole coordination I went with today. I think I have these exact same pants. And the soles of your yeah. shoes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I normally wear vans. These are like the shoes that I can't take off. So you usually put your other shoes on top, do you? <laughs> yeah. But his shoes match his watch as well. Yeah, which it has is to match. Cool. He's got a watch. And his socks. Progressive. I nearly wore watermelon socks, but I thought that would be a bit too much. He's yeah, showing us all. I, don't think I know. Um, no. I remember the socks. Well, he's showing the boys up. Thank you. Thank you very much. 
Right, I'll, work, I'll black tomorrow, I promise. <laughs> okay, great. Um, all right, Morgan, I would like to start with you. If you would love to share, which I know you don't really want to, please don't feel any, don't sh- like share anything you feel uncomfortable with, but please share a, a sort of incident at a previous place of employment, or even this one, mm. don't name my name, in which you know, it was kind of difficult for you it's and it hard, kind of made actually. you feel which burnt story? out and stressed out, um, but how you actually managed to overcome that with a human connection. <laughs> um, so my... I mean. So one of the places I worked at, it was really just the the boss, really, that because I was, or when I was an apprentice especially, and all the work gets put onto you, everything that needs to be done is the weight on my shoulders, and it's just one constant thing after another, and then no matter what I did, it still wasn't good enough. There'd always, there'd be no affirmations of you've done well, that would only be pointing out what you did wrong. Mm-hmm. And so obviously it led me to have pretty bad self-esteem about what I could actually do. And then I'm thinking, well, I've still got more things to like learn and all of that sort of stuff. Can I learn those things? Am I going to be good at those things, etc., etc.? And the sort of really the only way I did get through it was I just pretty much, well, I got probably another father figure like there who was sort of that mentor, that person who stuck up for me. So when I was getting yelled at and abused and all that, so he would be the one that would step in place and just defend me. And then he'd be the one that would take the time to show me how to do things properly. So then that helped me gain more confidence in what I could do and then teach me to block out the noise of just ignoring the negative side of things and just focus on the positive. And then once I made sort of a bond with him, then I just transferred that into pretty much everyone that came through. And then everyone had a real special sort of trait or quality that I could sort of leech off to find support and shelter Mm. and all of that. So that's pretty much what got me through that work experience, yeah. I suppose. Oh, that's awesome. That's really nice. I can't say anything else. <laughs> that's a really nice thing. Give me the warm and fuzzies. Okay, who wants to go next? Who wants and to And then share? now you're here. And now you're here <laughs> where Getting you're just... Getting my work ripped up. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> Positively. <laughs> oh, damn. No. You're going to need that. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> no, you, you got this. It's all right, Jess. You got it. I don't know why I keep ripping it. It's just like a compulsion. <laughs> do you know what, Morgan? It's actually, yeah. I felt job. really good. So it's like, oh, do you want me to do like the podcast notes? Because you'd be like, yeah, do it. I was like, yeah, awesome. I'm going to stop what Josh wants me to do. And I'm going to smash out podcast notes Thank just you. for it to get ripped up. <laughs> just the, I know you're not really upset. No, no. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done it. Apparently, no. I read social cues with a cue. Mm-hmm. Anyway, who would like to go next? Actually, I don't think... Are you bothered by... Do you want to talk about what's bothering Morgan? Just kidding. I know. Oh, I know. Okay. I know that I... Oh, it sounds like I need to go next then, do I? Yeah. yeah, go next. All right. All right. So, do you want to know how I used to deal with, like, difficult workplace situations uh, in life before BAM? Yes, I'd love to know. All right. I once had a boss who was, like, kind of bad news for everyone else in the building um, and... You know, I love this person, they're cool, but it was very, very hard to um, actually talk to them because they'd get incredibly defensive and basically put it all back on, like, no, you're the one with the problem, it's your fault. Like, So what I used to do is then go above them and cut them out entirely and be like, boy, this person's a real problem, and then <laughs> that took care of problems, but it's not the right way to necessarily go about it. Yeah. So. I feel sort of in two minds about that. It worked out well for me, but I mean, yeah. Is that about 
creating a human connection. Well, to no, that is your... that is right. Kind of almost entirely the opposite of that. It is. Okay, yes. So do you have one where you? Is it though? I mean, but then because he disconnected a connection right. with one human, interesting. But then he possibly created many connections with others. Well, I did. Yeah, I mean, there were lots of there were lots of mm. other connections Not to show were, off. But <laughs> so you created allies. You create. Well, I created allies on the front line, and that has continued to be good mm. um, because I'm still in contact with some of them, and oh. yeah, so that's fine. And you sort of become, you kind of band together, but it's not in good circumstances, really. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, and there was that. definitely, it, it, I guess, got me to uh, develop a closer connection to the big boss, which mm. in this case, he was he was a good guy. And he's like, well, I, I can see what's happening. I'm not, you know, he, he felt like his hands were kind of tied. Um, mm. But he's also like, well, you know, just stick up for your rights, basically. Um, and... If you continue to have problems, come back to me. So that was good. Mm. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know. But I guess my point there is BAM Creative, it would be the first place I can think of where I've been able to have a conflict with someone and then just sort of work it out as like human beings. Mm. So, and I feel like. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Every time that happens. <laughs> <laughs> we work it out and we fight. <laughs> it, it actually happens less and less each time as well because you develop like mutual mm. respect yeah. that's so, nice and you, you become more conscientious of, of the person's needs so you sort of work around it <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he yeah, said sorry, that, you want to talk about that it? I was holding do you want to answer that Jess? <laughs> well I think it's great that you're able to resolve conflicts with those people that you're having the conflicts with <laughs> That's so great. That shows so much maturity of the both of you to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rich and I had some calls. Oh my gosh. Massive ones. Mm -hmm. Sorry. But we're still so here. So many times. Sorry. We're still here. We're still on the same couch but doing podcasts. It's, but I'd say that I think because the fact that we have that human connection in mm. which we are friends, that when we do have. Um, disagreements or conflict or whatever the the priority is to solve that is to mend that yeah. um the personal connection first like i don't i don't really care about like oh about the work or whatever it's just like oh no rich is mad at me because i yelled or something i don't normally yell or rip off people's work but like when i do it's because i mean it <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but yeah no i think that's like the i think you should go next the knife gets yeah. twisted a little deeper I'm so sorry. Do you no, want me to get some tape and like start taping it? I'll do that later to just to show you how. I thought she was like, do you want me to get some tape to just tape your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this is my time. Morgan, you really like, you're good, hey? Mm. Well, with what? Like in some ways, you're really good at holding a grudge and then continuing throughout the day to hold the grudge and then bring it up at really good times. Like mm -hmm. your timing is impeccable. It's actually like mine and therefore impeccable. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What did we do to him last time? Um, Something about his idea being not so great? Or is no, that was the your hat? idea. Something to do with the hat. What did you do? The oh, the hat. What did I do? What did you do to him last time? I don't know. It's pretty. I'll have to go back and listen to it. I can't even remember. Yeah. So who it's does all there on tape. It's every, every little fight we've ever had it's all been on a podcast 
Actually, no, it hasn't been. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Behind the scenes. We'll talk about this later. Um, yeah. mm, oh, well, I can't refer to my notes. <laughs> I guess I can't really refer to these notes. Just going to leave them there. Um, well, I think I've actually talked about this in a previous episode, but I don't know. I feel like I have. Or maybe I've talked on this couch about it, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> I've had a lot of negative workplace experiences um, in which were made better by human connections and sometimes completely ruined by the human connections that I did make. Um, but generally, um, uh, I think, let's say, let's say one of my first jobs, um, my boss sexually harassed me a lot um, and that probably didn't really help me because, well, it's a ho- it's like, it's like, well, what do you do when your boss sexually harasses you? It's like where do- you can't go to HR because HR is employed by the business and their interest is the business. It's not you. Unfortunately, that is the harsh truth of it. Um, and you can't go to your boss's boss because, well, you're just some chick that your boss likes to, you know, grab your ass. Um, and so, or make, you know, comments um so i i found that actually making friends with other women that had this had this happened to was um really helpful for me because it made me feel like because i thought it was like my fault like i asked for it or something um but like to talk to other women that were in the same like experience and the same spot as me made me feel like okay it's not my fault and you know that guy's just disgusting and a loser and um yeah that really helped me a lot it helped me to be able to come to work the next day and not feel like it was my fault so yeah that was that one cool thanks listening it's a good connection yeah and i am still friends with those like mm. sandy for example like i'm still friends with her so yeah yeah well it didn't happen to her but <laughs> <laughs> you still made a connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like ten years later, sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Who would like to go next? Uh, sometimes two examples. Oh, wow. so, I know. Oh. So this is one. So the first example is where I just connected with one person, and the second example is where I connected with lots of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the first example is where I had a little blip and I went to, to a different industry, which I thought would be very similar was actually quite different um, and, I, and I really didn't know what to expect kind of going in. Wow. Um, what was the company then? I'm not going to say, but you've been like <laughs> oh for the last God. 12 months, you know, that, that's fine. Um, but I found someone else that had went through a similar situation coming from a digital agency to an advertising agency and they'd literally gone through it all before and sort of worked through that. So they were sort of able to help me through and kind of tell me what they did in that situation and then I was able to kind of do the same thing or figure yeah. out my own solutions to those problems. And then the other example where I came with lots of people, so there was one individual with, uh, I guess you could say it was quite narcissistic. He kind of had a very heightened sense of importance about him. Um, he was really a nobody, but he thought he was the shit. Mm. I don't know. but You can say shit on this show. Okay, good. Sky good. News says shit. Good. You can say shit. I mean, I could call him a lot worse, and I did call him a lot worse <laughs> for his face because awesome. he deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but... The, the connection was with literally everyone else in the workplace. Right. So they uh, all, for one reason or another, did not get along with this guy. So I was just glad that it wasn't me. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what, like, 
but I don't know what he was doing there, like, to be honest. <laughs> like, <laughs> he did not, he literally sat at his desk all day browsing the web, like, and then he handballed with his work to the person sitting next to me who I felt really sorry for, and I just had to call him out on his shit, like, because it, he just had to do his job, and he didn't do his job. <laughs> and then when he did do his job, he didn't do a good job at it. <laughs> So there was lots of bitch sessions about this one individual. <laughs> and in some cases, I had to take myself out of the room and put my headphones on or go out of the rooms just because I, yeah. It, mm. it was very difficult to couldn't with that person. Him. I couldn't, yeah. yeah. He's in the end, I resigned me, because, <laughs> because that person was just horrible. Uh, well, you're back but now. now. I'm back and yeah. Re- reigniting old connections. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Or continuing ones that are still, yeah. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing your. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. That was very good. It's also a natural podcast voice. I've got to say, definitely amazing. Really, I mean, yeah. Mm. It's a practice I've had on the phones. (laughs) (laughs) Building connection. Yes. Oh, now I feel yeah, like I drew a blank and I was like, oh, I have to make something up. But now Can I don't. you delete an old episode? Or? Yeah, no. I deleted everything. Also. He's still recording the audio. What? Yeah. You can't think of anything? Can't see this guy's hand movements on the audio, though. I know, I can't talk without cutting shapes. I don't I think I've gone into just... any role where I haven't built like kind of human connection. Mm-hmm. Good ones? Have they all been good, Josh? Yeah. Be um, honest with us. Yeah, like even like if I think of my most <laughs> shocking one mm-hmm. where I'm like, what the heck is this company doing? Like they're just taking advantage of these people, mm-hmm. taking their money, not not looking out for the best interests of them, being very dollar driven. Um, and no, it's not digital <laughs> marketing agencies. Oh, right. Yeah. I thought I had one in mind. No, no, no. Well, there's that. That one as well, which is pretty, pretty suspect. But no, I think all of them has been, it's been really good. I guess what you're talking about is what I have to do anyway to feel comfortable in an environment. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I have to try and because of my nature, like outspoken, very loud for many of you, Mm. um, you know, I guess extroverted, likes to laugh, likes to joke around. That's how I start to build connections with people. Mm. And then I remember even on my even in my cover letter for getting a job here, I remember one of the things was I can pretty much guarantee that I'll be friends with most everyone in the office, but there's always <laughs> that one person that you never hit it off with until a couple karaoke sessions later. So it's this kind of there's this assumption that you're never gonna be like everybody's best friend. Mm. But if you I guess if you're just pretty much you know, all out there. So this is who I am, you know, suffer through being around me for most of the time. But I guarantee that it's not going to be for any like negative qualities. It's just going to be, oh, look, yeah. like, yeah, Josh is right-handed and I'm left-handed. But, you know, that's kind of the difference. It's not any, like, you said, narcissistic or anything like that. Mm. Um, but, but no. I it got to the point, though, like with that example was mm. like, it got to the point where it's like, we don't need to be friends, but we need to be mm. on the same yeah. level so we can at least have a conversation. Like, yeah, be civil. I need to be able to ask you a question and you can answer it on a professional level. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, I think that's really good. That's a cool point that you made too about removing yourself from the environment. Yeah. It's like, if there's too much noise and then you know that it's just going to get you down. Like, I'm a major like believer of that 
where if mm. you're in an environment yeah. where everything is just super negative, yeah. I need to get away from that immediately. Yeah. I need to either like try and take control and change that environment or I need to just gap it yeah. because, you know, it's it's such a waste of energy on my part as well to try and filter through the junk. Mm. I got an official written warning and I kind of sort of that was a bit of an eye open I was you know because yeah. when I was in that situation I was I was not having it. I was I was yelling mm. out across the room and trying to, you know, sort it out in my own way and that wasn't ideal for the rest of the open. Oh, we haven't seen that yet. Gosh. That's the band creative way. That's how we solved it. It's true. <laughs> we all got written warnings the other day, didn't we, for talking? <laughs> <laughs> we did too. Yeah. yeah, this is an open plan. It was funny, though, because the written warning provided specific examples and they were so petty. It wasn't yeah. even funny. Um, oh, that's so sad. How's the video going there, Morgan? Yeah, good. Not to ignore you, DT. Technical difficulty. I, I wrote a nice reply with, like, in regards to this example. Yeah. <laughs> Do you give a real housewives apology? Like, I was I'm like, sorry that you feel that way. Yeah, basically, I was like, we were joking, um, okay? You can't take a joke. And he wasn't even in that conversation, so I don't know why he's complaining about that. Like, <laughs> So what are some tips for people when they're in, in working environments or in cultures where they feel highly stressed or strained? Yeah. Um, what are things that, what is like the one tip that you guys would probably give to somebody? Leave. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's like my number one yeah. thing is like mm -hmm. if you are so stressed out that you feel like nothing, like you've done everything and you feel like nothing's going to resolve whatever issue that you're having. And that could be like actually t either talking directly to the person that you're having an issue with, talking to that boss, mm -hmm. trying to change your even your own perspective of the way you think about things and it's nothing's working, you can actually leave your job. I mean, there's no, mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with, um, you know, getting to that realization that you're so unhappy, you're so stressed out, it's actually affecting you personally, it's your effect, it's affecting your personal relationships. Like, leave, it's the best thing you can do. There's nothing mm. wrong with that at all. Mm. That's unfortunately, I mean, I know that's like pretty harsh, but like, that's, yeah. 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 yeah that's fair. Oh, Dad, if you are in a position where you see someone who's being stressed out by something, see if you can help out. Mm. Because we've all had like people who are just at, yeah the end of it with one particular job, one particular project, whatever it is, be a client, whatever. If you can step in and see if there's anything you can do, they will appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, and then maybe they'll be able to help you out down the track. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the same for like, if you're in real life as well, sort of like the mental health thing. If you see someone down or not mm. acting, like the way they normally would act or if they're stressed or whatever, just asking them if they need help or asking them if they want to have a chat mm. or a coffee or whatever. Um, I find that's really helpful. Yeah, definitely. And if you're in the in the boat where you're feeling it, just see if there is someone in your workplace who understands. Because I mean, I think um, the expectation that you can just go home and and like unload all the stresses of your workplace onto your significant other or whatever it is mm. doesn't always work out in practice either. So if you've got someone who understands, you know, that you're there because you're most of the time you love your job, but in this particular case, it's not working for you, then they might be able to just give you, mm. I guess, the ear that you might need to get through the week. Mm -hmm. mm. My old workplace provided a therapist that you could go and speak <laughs> to. <laughs> that is so cool. That was, yeah, that's that was actually pretty good. Yeah. 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 Everyone was a little bit kind of ashamed to go there, I guess. Like, even though it was anonymous, stigma. it was just mm. the stigma. Around. It is yeah. a stigma, yeah. Yeah. stigma yeah. about, like, if you're, if you have to talk to someone about the way you're feeling, then it's admitting some sort of weakness. And we all kind of, well, potentially feel that, mm. that hesitation. Mm-hmm. 
And I think most of us were worried because they were getting paid for by the employer that mm. like what was going on and then go back to the employer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have seen, <laughs> come full circle, yeah, what you said before about HR departments, man, I've seen that in full effect. Mm. They don't necessarily have your back, um, even though you might go in there thinking that they do. Don't. So you've got to be careful. You, you could do what some workplaces do and make HR redundant. Yeah, oh, I've seen that too. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my. And then the accounts finance director became HR, but it was like the unspoken HR. Mm-hmm. It was it was weird. That's strange. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. What about you guys? I agree with what you guys have been saying. That's what I'll do. Or I'd just reach out to somebody. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if I needed help and I needed that badly, I'd go to someone I think I can trust yeah. and just try and talk to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine, mine would be kind of off the same one that you mentioned. And yeah. it's a little bit just being fully accountable for your actions mm. and being completely unaccountable for other people's actions. It's like, yeah. I have no control so, to bring up an analogy, if you go surfing, <laughs> I have absolutely no control of the waves. Yeah. But the one thing I do have control of is like how I stand on the board, how I control the board. And so, if I fall off and bruise my rib, hypothetically, <laughs> on a reef of some sort, oh then gosh. I have to be accountable for falling off. But I can't turn around at the wave and be like, wave you suck and this is all your fault like i'm trying to catch a wave it's just like us in our workplace yeah. we're coming here and then at the end of the day like it's just a job mm. you know oh man that's good like life values that you got there because i feel like there are people out there who, who haven't quite got that yet they can't just turn around and blame the wave oh man i'm sure it's going to be an ebb and flow for me personally right? like, <laughs> at some point i'm going to be like like at this level of normality where i'm like no it's cool like whatever happens happens mm. But then there's probably going to be some periods of anxiety where I'm like, oh, no, like this has to happen and this has to happen in my job. And the same as I guess for every aspect of our lives. But, yeah, I have noticed as well, you know, that point that you meant about you can't always go home to your significant other and, mm. and like just kind of uh, verbally like dump everything that's been going on. I've actually found that to be more the case uh, as far as like you probably shouldn't go home. Yeah. Okay. And treat them as a soundboard yeah. yeah you should go home because they've gone through stuff the entire day as well sure and then um it's, it's an interesting exercise for me because I'm, I'm always mindful that you know maybe if i do share things with my my wife and and then she'll hear them you know is she like it might be nice for me to dump it immediately but does that cause her stress because now yes. she's stressed yeah. about me and because i'm the only like provider of income in the home mm. you know does she get concerned about yeah. that um but I think it is like, it just goes back to like what makes you really happy. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, definitely just, just having more control of what you do and then recognizing that and then not worrying about everything else. That's the best way, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely someone who, I, I don't really tell my husband like what goes on at work just because of the, like, um, he does a, a very physical job. And usually he works outside all day, every day. There's a lot of driving, there's digging, like he has an axe. <laughs> he, he is constant. He has boots. He, yeah, yeah he um, does a lot of stuff. And not only that, but sometimes he'll be like abused by people. Like, or, yeah. you know, people walk down the street and they want to steal his axe or whatever. Like it's happened a lot. And so I just come home and I'm like, yeah, everything was good. Everything was fine. So just because it's like he's already stressed out, he's already worn out and stuff like that, but only if I have like a real problem, then I'm like, okay, let's actually, you know, actually talk about what's going on. I need your help with something. I need your guidance. Mm. So 
that's pretty much it. Cool. Yeah. I think, like, as well, sometimes it's um, better if you find, like, an impartial person that can be, like, a mediator in some mm. situations that just helps, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that communication. Mm. You feel like you're not being heard, you know, tell them both sides of the story and then they yeah. can sort of try and relay that back mm. and, and actually do something about it. Yeah. And, like, it's all well and good to say that you can do something, but then, like, actually following through with that as well. Yeah. Um, and, like, if you make a mistake, just, like, own up to that mistake, like you were saying earlier. Like, mm. but if, you, if you don't try and hide it, because the longer you hide it, the worse it's going to be further down the track. Just, yeah. And everyone knows you're lying. Own up to it and <laughs> you know, fix that before it becomes a problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. That's cool. That's cool. We yeah. lost a member, but that's okay. It's cool. We lost. He's gone. He's gone. Bye. See Thanks ya. for coming. Um, that's right. it. Thank you for watching, listening, even though we lost a member, but that's cool. Remember to rate, subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Hit the bell button. Hit the bell Share. button. Bell, subscribe. <laughs> Notifications, whatever. Staying alive. All right. Thanks. Thanks Bye. <laughs> For more on today's podcast, go to bam.com.au forward slash podcast. Thank you for continuing to watch the BAM Creative Podcast show. I'd just like to introduce <laughs> my daughter, Shania. Say hi, Shania. Spoon fingers. <laughs> so she, um, she's in here to um, talk to us about social media, what she knows about that. Um, mm. what sort of, <laughs> she's like, do I? <laughs> what, sort of, um, what sort of programs do you like to use on Daddy's phone? Daddy's podcast. Yes. Oh. Awesome. Do you watch any videos? Um. Yeah. What's your favorite show? Um, what's Daddy's favorite show? You don't know. Do you remember that time when you told your primary school teacher that Daddy makes you watch Jurassic Park every single night? <laughs> 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 Is that true? Wow. Is it? Really? Not, not still, is it? Not every night. <laughs> like Take a break. Last time it was every night. Yeah, Most it was of the time. Every night. It's a good movie. <laughs> I mean, you've got to watch one movie, make it Jurassic Park. Which Jurassic, which Jurassic Park? Park? Well, it's got to be the first one. Mm, yeah. Of course. Stay with the classics. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Shania. Have you got anything you want to say to the people watching you? Thank you for having me. Aww. <laughs> See, DT, why don't you say thank you? I mean, yeah, DT, what the oh, hell? Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now, DT. <laughs> Gosh. I'm begging to have me back. That was cool. Thanks, Shania. Thanks. How was your trip, Shania? Or were you just in the city today? Mm-hmm. Nice. Did, did you go to the library? Oh, this is just my stack box, and this is um my things <laughs> Because I went to the art gallery oh, and yeah. I went to um, draw things and yeah. see them from the walls. Cool. I haven't wow. finished one, but I like, but I did like one last time. It was a drawing of a boat and a water in a water. Cool. Nice. 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 I feel like I've seen you sketch stuff before. I feel like everyone's better at sketching stuff than me. No. <laughs> He's really good. Um, really? Every day when he dropped me off at um, daycare when I was about four, um, he... Make a memory. He drew me um, He drew me pictures. Nice. Mermaid and berries or a mermaid fairy. Fairies are pretty Cute. cool, eh? Pretty mermaid good. fairy? Mm. Wow, the best mm. of both worlds. Sweet. Um, and then what's your favourite picture that Dad's ever drawn for you? Um, when it was my fifth birthday or sixth birthday, I think, 
um, he drew me as a mermaid, and mm -hmm. it was really cool. Like, um, I went, so, I was, I got picked up by mummy f from school, um, or from daycare, and, um, daddy told, um, mummy told me that it's nearly my birthday, so daddy's gonna make the invitations, and the invitation was, um, me as a mermaid. Yeah, that's cool. That was one of my first pictures I ever drew, was of the little mermaid. Oh really? Yeah, and Daddy I copied loves that. Case. The little mermaid, cause um, and he also can sort of do Sebastian's voice. He can <gasps> really? sing um under the sea. <gasps> do you know what this guy can sing? Let's do what? it. He can sing Le Poisson. Oh, <laughs> what? I remembered all the words accurately. Do it. How did you do the Sebastian one? Ariel. It's so good. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try. Cool. What's your best scene in The Little Mermaid? Mm, Ursula part. Oh, which one is that? Um, when she, when Ariel wants to turn human oh. for three days, but she only has three days to fall in love with the prince. Is that that poor unfortunate soul? Yeah. Scene? That's so good, eh? Mm. That's so sad. Mm. You should just love her for who she is. Who's that? Ursula? The prince, no. Oh, Eric. Oh, yeah. Eric. That, like, that guy. if she's a mermaid, he should just love her anyway. Right? Um, but he doesn't yeah. know. He no, loves her, he even though she doesn't have a voice. But she shouldn't be ashamed that yeah, that's true. she's a mermaid. She shouldn't hide her fins. She shouldn't. No. Embrace it. Yeah. Embrace, embrace, embrace the mermaidness. The <laughs> Sometimes I sing um, Le Poisson. Really? That's such a good song. Do you know how it starts? Do you know how it starts? Mm, not really, but I... I feel um, like that's the, the start of it, those words. So. Le poisson. Le poisson. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't remember the rest of the words. Something... First I get the succulent crab. <laughs> I can't remember the words. 